Hi everyone. Yeah, I can hear myself correctly this time. Yeah, I guess so. It's being recorded. Everything's working fine. The camera is good. Check. Check, check. Sorry. Okay. So, what's been going on? I have no idea, really. I'm involved in my own little life. I have so little exposure to uh, politics. I hear what people hear. <clears throat> I hear what people hear. And it sounds very quiet. It's really difficult to connect and on that level with a direct perception of what the trouble is that someone else is experiencing. I mean, I'm going through all, throughout my own troubles. There is this voice that keeps telling me that, come on, your troubles are not your troubles. It's just first world white related issue. Although I'm not white, like I come originally from Iraq, but I'm living kind of a white life without the white privilege. <laughs> that makes any sense. Sad reality, isn't it? Well, again, that's that's kind of a white privilege thing to say. But I really don't feel obliged, I would say, to speak up for other people's issues. I really don't. All I can think about and actually feel obliged and feel responsible to is talk about my own issues. Not as my own, as Ahem's own issue. Ahem who comes from Iraq or speaks Arabic or identify as such or such or such. Not that I identify as anything, but just to say. But my issues as myself's issue. Whatever this is. Beyond what I think it is. That's what I feel obliged to. That's what I feel responsible for. And it's quite hard to talk about it. Because most people get, most of us get involved in our own, our own particular story and our own, our own, and get involved in our own particular theme, issues, whatever concerns us personally, in a specific sense in a specific sense. So when I come and talk about like, in a way, going, let's say, talking from the particular to the general, you know, which is basically me without the labels, pain without the ideas of pain, fear without the ideas of fear, right? Because you've went through the ideas of fear, you felt them back, you have reread the story, I've reheard the story again. And me being with you and you are being with me. We have seen that. So the story is not being the story is not standing in our way between me and you. We are now beyond the story. I am beyond the story because you are beyond the story. And vice versa. So at this point we can't communicate. At this point we can really see who we actually are 
And then our differences wouldn't be, in a sense, in the way. Not even something to be celebrated for. It would be just something to be appreciated. Something to be grateful for. It would be just beautiful how one race have such diverse qualities, diverse abilities and interests. Such unique expression for this thirst of life. Thirst of living in a very, kind of, I would say, in a creative way. But as long as we are concerned with our particular little story, particular little version of a human story, yeah, I think that makes sense, concerned with our particular or my particular little version of a human experience, concerned with it, not actually living it or going through it or allowing that to translate and manifest throughout me and whatever is me connected to through and through. Concerned with it because I don't know what the hell is going on. Concerned with it because I'm afraid doing the right thing or the wrong thing. Concerned with it because quite terrifying to imagine me being responsible for everything that happens in me. Not to me, but in me. Something happens to me, of course, that's uh, maybe... Still, the, the me is part of it, like a big time, but... To me... Is something that... Is codependent on every kind of influence and factor and circumstance that happens in and out. Yet in me, which is, I would say, the major, one of, if not the only major factor in a relationship is in me. That's completely my responsibility. That's terrifying. Whatever I think of myself, whatever I think of others, all that, which has such high value and significance in our normal day-to-day -day life. And now at this point, it's being said. Imagine this utter life that I call currently my own is completely within my, for the lack of a better word, or within these bodies and organisms. Within these bodies and organisms, appreciation for living. 
the limitations that there are traditional ways of defining one's life are not anymore. They don't define my life. They probably define my outer life. If you want to tackle it that way, perceive it in that way, but when it comes to my inner life, the flow prevails. Hmm. Now, what concerns me is like, can I live like this around you? You who are really concerned with your own particular life, let's say that person, I'm a person who wants to live this free, kind of universal, yet unique way unique as in being not common and universal as in identity free and unique in a sense that untainted untainted unique in a sense as the living of an untainted expression that is measured by nothing other than what is that is beyond measurement, beyond scientific research, beyond tradition, beyond even common knowledge and history. Because actually, most of what we know about humans, about us, about the story of man on earth, most of what we know is actually what we don't know. We have so much that we don't know. Infinite, like I would say, infinitely more than what we know. And I don't think this is an exaggeration, sincerely. So, how can I have a, uh, a relationship with you? Is it even possible to have a relationship with you? I wonder if it is really possible or not. But I guess we need to, to, to give it a shot anyway. See what happens. So maybe in the next segment we will see how that is.
Yeah. <clears throat> so, how? How am I able, not before the how, am I even able to be around you when you're around me? Not temporarily for like an hour every now and then, but have a relationship. A fully functional, alive relationship. One that breathes. One that is not limited by conflict and not limited by inadequate communication. Why am I asking? Really, why am I asking? Am I searching for like-minded people? Frustrated by the lack of understanding, like deep understanding. But then the lack of understanding for me as an individual or the lack of understanding in general. Because we don't seem to be interested in into understanding the whole, yet we are clearly more accustomed to understanding the particular. So a particular thing, particular job, particular structure. Yeah, understanding a structure, structural understanding, which is possibly our education system. That's how it is in recent history. So I think that's what concerns me. It's like I'm trying to understand Or I'm understanding, not I am as, as that person who is understanding, who wants to understand. Full stop. While the other is trying to understand their needs, their wants, their desires. Right? But I'm not even... See, now the comparison is a little bit different. The comparison, the kind of the display, the contrast... Usually it is someone who wants to achieve what they want and their desires, but I don't think that I'm talking about this now. The person who's really thinks of what they want and need and desire is that's the truth, which is completely fine. But there is another one who's still concerned about their own desires and wants and dreams and achievements, mentally occupied with them, concerned with them, psychologically, defining how they feel, going up and down. While one is understanding the whole, which is inclusive of understanding the particular. I don't know if you see where, what, what, what's taking place here, but in a sense, if I stay in that particular, 
it's like truly confined quite linear life no matter how complicated no matter how complicated or how unique or sophisticated it might seem to be but still in the particular and no matter what kind of particular I have it's still a particular even if it was a a particular idea about the whole but it's still a particular because I have it even if hundreds, thousands, millions of people everyone agrees on it it's still particular this is an idea but then when you understand or understand the particular and the limitation of particular as a result of course you go to the, the whole that doesn't diminish what the particular is doesn't 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 make me as individually as to let go of my own story or just let go of whatever I think is right or what I think I think is wrong or or this person judged me or this person doesn't. No, <laughs> it still happens. It really does still happen. And it hurts. It really does hurt. But that stream goes somewhere. It's not locked in a loop anymore, feeding itself, feeding its own illusions, making its own stories and getting people who think the same or feel the same and just like, and then the cycle of abuse and corruption and no, the stream actually goes somewhere other than back to itself, particular, its own particular little self. So, basically one is operating in a, one is operating in a particular field, while the other is just operating, inclusive of the particular field. Yeah. Is this enough when I say particular field or like operating in a particular field, person B and person A is just operating? Or do I need to put some kind of comparison in order for it to be more appealing or understandable? Like, oh, bigger field, an infinitely bigger field, which includes your own little ideas. Or the the own the little ideas. Well, in fact, it's just operating as intended. By just as intended, as relevant, as significant, as necessary or not necessary, all that. Let's see how that sinks in.
Hmm. <laughs> yeah, this was a nice track, honestly. <laughs> I was bouncing at the end. Kind of took whatever stress there is out or away. Well, I would say out, actually. Something interesting about dancing is like, is it, is it like the manifestation of anxiety or stress or this energy in a moving form? It gives it a movement? That would be interesting if that would be actually the case. I mean, dancing is a form of healing anyway. I don't know, I've read somewhere, it's like dancers are actually the original healers, kind of. So, do you, for example, do I, do you have a reason to dance? Or you just do? I mean, of course I can, like I personally learned dancing, you know, to communicate with the opposite gender in my case to be more social, to have a kind of a more fulfilling social life, a romantic life, intimate life. But I actually been, and I remember I've been always into dancing. When the song is right, you just, you just move. Well, then other people look at you and they say, what the hell are you doing? Or they laugh at you, which happened to me. It's such a small event, but it was traumatizing in its own weight. Limiting another's movement by pointing out the absurdity of whatever is happening from a person who doesn't do that. Yeah, I'm just remembering it a little bit. <laughs> it is really heavier than... I didn't even share this story to, with anyone. I didn't... Like, by anyone, I mean my family. It, till today, it remains sealed. Like, how... Having a big mouth as I did, how come that wasn't shared? I wonder how effective that was. How much that changed my behavior, changed the person. Yeah, changed my expression, what I do or what I don't do. That quite easily could be one of the instances where whatever was natural to come out have been characterized by a certain experience or a memory. And now, all of a sudden, or at least after that, the whole thing was changed because of a particular memory or an experience. Living a life, as we said, beyond the particular, heals, for the lack of a better word, purifies one's life 
one's expression, exactly, I would say. One's operation, moving from the particular to not particular. I mean, here is your story. Isn't that a good enough story for you to tell? Well, this is not my story or your story. This is everyone's story. And if that doesn't make you feel emotional, I don't know what is. Yes, you're living for yourself, but that self is everyone's self. And then all of a sudden, like you're not just living for yourself, you're living for everyone. Yet, if you don't read the news... You're a person who don't care. If you don't support a cause or another, you're a person who don't care. You're privileged. Not just privileged, you're also ungrateful to what you're living. While that might be the fact of me indulging in pleasures and uh, like just chasing materialism and consumerism and capitalism, yes, yet... If I know how to look, or if I'm learning or talking with people who are also learning how to look at one's life, how to look at living, that's not wasted. I, at least, at least in my book, I would say I don't think it's a waste of time because whatever comes out of this, it is something beyond what I think of a solution to any problem. Most of our problems are problems that have been existing, that exists for so long and nothing has been changed. Slavery, poverty, right? wars, disease, even that. Check this out. Whoever is listening, but check this out. Apparently, back in the days when, let's say, Leonardo da Vinci, Leonardo da Vinci was alive. The expected age for those luxurious people were, or people who are like on a higher class, who have access to better medical um, attention or whatever, or service or care, they lived up to 80. Like around 80, which is the same age that we're living around now. Yeah, more people are reaching there, but it's the same level. Like we did not do that many, uh, like, like evolve on an individual basis. Like, the, like yes, we have improved and technology have really set countless number of lives. But in terms of technology and how we actually moved forward, it's just maybe being more accessible to everyone, which seems like a good idea, which seems like that's how it's supposed to be and good and fine. And then the there is nothing to be complained about. But I don't think that I am complaining. It's just a matter of that that's being immortal or having more or living, spending more time and being alive. And on Earth, that age-old quest did not really change. It's the same. Same for at least, let's say, hundreds and hundreds of years. Not thousands as well. So, 
It doesn't really... We don't really know how to solve our own general, actual problems. Otherwise, we would, it would have been solved already. So knowing what I'm doing is not that important. Knowing as knowing beforehand what am I doing? What should I be doing? Because this collective of knowledge that we have, this history, is useful as it is, but it's not that useful. Creativity or being creative, that quality, which is always unexplored, if there is a way out, I think this is might be the only way out. There is nothing else, like not like a way as in there is a particular way to reach there, but there's what else? Our history, our history is exactly what it is now. What it was. And if we're going to base this creative life on a yet another idea or fabrication from me or others or whatever, even if I worked for years over it and then I apply a structure, it's still particular, still limited. Maybe then... Doesn't that make room... more room for maybe fresh new step to be taken every day every setback because every setback psychological setback is a hint about how much I am limiting myself about how much attached I am Thankfully, or without thankfully, witnessing the shame of it, the guilt of it, the pain of it, the exhaustion of it, the frustration of it, but then, and then it goes to a point, you just witness it, and then you witness that, and all these names become just pure sensation and energy. By pure, I mean not purified, but as in just become sensation. Let's remove the word pure. Just become sensation. Agony. Or whatever. Just that, you know? And then you go to wherever you are going to. Whatever that is. You might think this is like just bullshit talk or this is just like, oh, whatever. Yet, the key there is the energy that I'm wasting into dwelling about my own past, whatever happened, whatever should I have done, etc., etc. Where's my mistakes and all that. I think the key there is just to improve communication, but beyond improving communication, which is, I think, most of what we need at least in that particular area, to, to do. But all that wasted energy over what happened 
is not anymore. And then it goes wherever it goes. It doesn't go to an escape or a solution or another problem or whatever or whatever. You know what I mean? It just goes wherever it needs to go. So the system, not the ideological structured wise system in my head, intellectual, but this actual system that's working, that is inseparable part of nature, of universe, just takes care of itself. And being conscious of that is just sheer joy. I'm glad. Personally, I am really glad. And maybe going forward, we can try to make these sessions a little bit more human, a little bit more real, as in taking in the particular and making part of what is, as it is part of what is, rather than to separate it, make it more humorous. So this would be a part of the intention going forward. So let's check this out. See you next week.